0: Welcome to another episode of When a Guy Has a Really Fucked Gender. As always, I'm your host, Jolene, and I have with me today, Lucian. Lucian, would you like to say hello?
1: Um, As I said, my name is, well, as Jolene said, my name is Lucian. Um, 31 from New Jersey, and I guess the best way to describe my gender would be
2: in simple terms. But uh, okay. there's there's a lot of history to that one. <laughs> yeah, we've
0: got a little um a little fun. Lucian, I suppose, is kind of um responsible for some some deep internet uh 4chan lore. That was kind of how the the idea of them coming on the show began was someone told me I should track down um someone who had i I don't know so were you like posting what were you doing (laughs) when this how, how did you tell us about how you like the the revelation that you were um assigned female at birth caused like a massive schism on on 4chan
1: Um, So it was more specifically a 4chan offshoot board called Trapchan. Okay, (laughs) Trapchan. Yeah, great name. Wonderful name. Right. Uh, That was, I get, like, a 4chan offshoot called Trap. Early 2000s, well, mid-2000s, around probably 2005, 2006, when I was 16. The uh, lawless time of the internet. Back when, I guess trans as an identity and as a thing wasn't so much in the forefront, um, it kind of got lumped in with, which is still an issue now,
2: like cross-dressing and trap for sick thing. yeah so there was this board
0: specifically for posting traps or people that identified as traps or or something like that.
1: yeah, so back then, it was more of a clear cut thing that a trap was l- less more of like a a trans femme person And more um type thing where it was an effeminate guy um, and so the origin of the word trap is basically a usually cis identified guy who presented cross-dressing, feminine, stuff like that and would trick or trap a uh, usually straight guy into sleeping with them.
0: Right. And so So, this is yeah, I mean... I mean, right, essentially like, just contiguous with like, trans
1: panic type uh, stuff, but... So, w- w- what was the sort of... Once again, 4chan, not exactly known for their political correctness, and... Yes. Trans wasn't so much on, like, everyone's, like, even for, for me, someone who has always like at the age of eight i was told telling my mom i was a boy um who has had a pretty like stereotypical known since young kid that they weren't
2: cis kind of thing like trans wasn't really oh okay so so that's interesting you say you're like telling your
0: your parents you're telling your mom when you're like eight years old that you're a boy
2: but you're, um, you're not really sort of like coming into contact with
0: trans as like the identity that um, we normally think of sort of like facilitating that kind of um,
1: that kind of thing
0: when did you when do you sort of correct into,
1: so yeah and so Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, so a lot of my time with figuring out my identity is, like, there wasn't trans-specific stuff, but there was a lot of femboy and stuff like that, specific things, and I've always, despite being, you know, trans-masculine and all that, have always been someone who has always been interested in, like, lolita japanese um music genre slash style called visual k where the men are known for makeup and cross-dressing and a lot of like flamboyant and feminine um styles and so i always you know identified and saw myself with that despite being you know afab so those kind of circles were always where like i would go even if they technically weren't necessarily for me
2: in a way. Okay that's really interesting. When did you sort of start to get into that kind of stuff? Oh
1: god uh middle school I would say so even before this um like we're talking like Napster era type stuff like um, Mm -hmm. though I've had access to the internet since I was 10 like unfiltered access to the internet since i was 10. so i've always been uh extremely online um
2: and so i was the kid who was um internet chat rooms i was always on
1: places like neopets then guy online and things like that um and i always used those to explore gender and sexuality um eventually 4chan um because it was more of it was a form for all kinds of things back when things were mostly on forums and not like discord because chat clients were like
2: individual type things um um right so what is like Hmm. Well, I guess, uh, and Hmm. how did you, like, find this sort of stuff? Like, were you just,
0: like, I don't know, like, were you just, like, searching, like, for stuff online? Like, I I, I don't know, what was your sort of, like, what was, like, the moment of
2: contact with, like, as you say, like, sort of, like, Visual K or... um... So... I think it was. I would wake up early to watch Sailor Moon before school.
1: This was back when Tsunami was on Cartoon Network. Um, so it kind of started there, and I think that a lot of people end up starting, you know, being a little weeaboo when you know you're you're an American getting into this weird niche of uh, Japanese rock music. And so
2: I kind of grew up as this genre kind of started um
1: And so, in around the same time that I was on like 4chan and things like that, because 4chan was, it had the music boards and all this kind of stuff. um And so, it kind of started there, probably around 2004 ish. And then around 2005, 2006, there was a bunch of like offshoot fan boards, like Trapchan.
2: Um, and so I remember to just kind to tie all these to feel
1: like when I wore dresses and things like that, I was more like cross-dressing or being in drag. Um, I never felt when I dressed feminine that I was a a fat person just presenting feminine. Um, and so one of the more popular and well-known pictures I decided, I started posting, and I had this Lolita dress that me and my aunt had made, and I had put it on. I was binding with Ace Bandage at the time, which please, just side note, don't do. I actually have all kinds of fucked up uh, chest and rib deformities from doing it from such a young age, um, and so I posted it and I don't remember if I posted it to the music part of 4chan or, but I always posted online presenting as I'm just a dude, not trans, not, not just, I'm a dude. I just happen to be a cross-dressing dude. And so that's when that bridge into like trap Chan started, um, was around that time. And so I'm like 15, 16 at the time. Um, I was actually getting, putting the dress on and all that for a During Grey concert um, in the States. And so, yeah, it just kind of went from there where I started posting under the name L-Chan on Trap Chan, um, which this was before Death Note was like a thing
2: over here. Mm-hmm. Um so I actually stopped using, using like
1: yeah, obviously people are like, oh like Death Note's <laughs> like I give up. Like no. I'm sure you're used to that. Uh, Liv was telling me how someone's like, Oh, Jolene, like from Jojo.
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally um I, I literally unmatched someone on Tinder once because that was like their opening line. I was like, No. <laughs> like i i don't i don't have any problem with it it just it's like i don't know i don't know why that one like makes me makes my skin crawl but um
1: <laughs> like yeah. as an opening line like come on yeah like, i know like,
0: you should like don't don't presume so much i think that was the thing i was like this feels really presumptuous along like
2: a lot of lines like i don't know <laughs> i don't know Okay. I'm curious about,
0: like, okay, so, like, you, it's, it's interesting, you, right? You mentioned your aunt helping you make the stress. It's about, like, how the adults in your life, right? Like, you said that you, you know, you tell your mom when you're, like, eight years old that you're a boy. How are, like, the adults in your life sort of, like, thinking about your gender or interacting with your gender throughout all this? Like...
1: Not... Really, I came out to my mom like three times throughout my life before, like it finally clicked with her. Um, yeah.
0: So, like, was was like the whole like eight the eight years old I'm a boy thing? So there that was just, a... like kind of that was just kind of like moved past, or
1: yeah. So <laughs> I did that, and then when my parents pressed me as to why, which I'm eight, I don't have the language i mean even now it's kind of hard with it like just because um just is like it's 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 very hard thing to put into just words um so my mom and my supposed biological father were not together they were separated they were never married um and so i came up with the so like why do you think this 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 um it's not like it, it's not like today where it's like if your child says that like oh maybe they're tra-, like this you're talking i'm eight so this is 23 years ago like this is not really even more so than the mid-2000s so the excuse i came up with was so my dad would like me better and so,
2: oh, they put me therapist, and so it kind of got dropped. Um, until I was
1: around sixteen, seventeen, when I brought it up again. Um, and so it kind of—I think me and my mom got into like a fight about something, about it, or about. I think it was, once again, the, like, pushing, like, why do you think this? Why do you think this? Why do you think this? So I dropped it again, and then I actually sneak transitioning when I was 20. So I came out again, and then now that I'm adult, now that we're doing this, now that I was starting T, I was changing my name, I was doing all kinds of stuff like that, it kind of, like, finally, like, set in, and... It's kind of funny, because my mom has talked about, like, when I was younger, she would do my hair, I'd rip it out. I'd always hate dressing up, like, feminine for, like, family events. Um, a personal choice type thing for me. I didn't like it when it was almost forced upon me kind of thing, where it's like, oh, we're going out for Easter, you have to wear a dress, you have to, that kind of stuff. Um... So, yeah, she, she, looking back, she was like, oh, this all this all makes sense now, even though, you know, I had told her repeatedly throughout my life, like, this is what it is.
0: <laughs> right. I'm sorry. So when when did you say it sort of finally started to stick?
1: When I came out when I was in my 20s.
2: OK, OK. And so. so um, OK. And by that point. I assume that you were sort of,
0: you at at that point kind of come into contact with, like, the idea of being trans, and that was kind of, like, the idiom that you used to explain what was going on.
1: Yeah, so it was more, like, so
2: this is early, so 10, so I was 20, so that's 11 years ago.
1: So, yeah, where it was definitely more of a a known thing, um it wasn't such a like a it was still a foreign-ish concept, but less so. Um, and there's just more access to resources. At this point, I had become pretty active on Reddit um specifically in the trans circles of Reddit. I was a, Moderator
2: on On our was it I don't think it was it was
1: I probably are transgender, then that blew up because of drama. I created trans space, which is now a pretty big trans subreddit. Um, I created. FTM porn, which is huge. I'm not really active on Reddit so much as a moderator. Other people have done that. Um I created trans gamers. Like I was very involved in a lot of
2: Um,, Reddit. so it was definitely like a growing thing at that time Okay, wow. you so
0: you were like, you were out there. You were you were making these things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if back when Diablo three came out and got clans, um, I don't know if you saw any like Polygon or Ars
2: um articles about the yeah on Diablo three, um, but I. Did a pretty
1: public push against like Blizzard and all of them to unban that specifically so that I could make a trans gamers like clan on Diablo three.
2: Okay. Wow, damn, that's did that work? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's so cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I've wild.
2: Been...
1: <laughs> When it comes to. Uh, the stuff, it's kind of been very interesting, because I've been involved in some way, shape, or form watching how language has evolved, Um which, like, going back to trap, like, now it's used derogatorily, especially towards trans women, trans panic, stuff like that, when, back when it was originally, it very much specifically referred to, like, feminine cis men. Um, like, it was a very specific type of thing which very interestingly enough that term came around because of Bridget coming full circle circle Bridget as a trans woman now. So I guess that's kind of I never made that connection to like just now how interestingly that that's come like full circle along with that sort of uh, yeah.
2: yeah
0: that's interesting. Well, I mean like I'm thinking about right like the sort of like, There's, like, a kind of, like, it's kind of, like, it's kind of, like, like an erotic game, right? Like, the idea of, like, the trap, right? Like, the, if you are a, like, person that is, like, going to, like, look at trap, like, look at, like, this kind of content for, like, like, you're into that idea, right? Like, I guess, like, you're kind of into the idea of, like, picking someone up and them turning out to be a guy. I assume, I don't know if... You have insight yeah, it, on like the kinds of like people that were like interacting with that sort of content. I mean, right, you say that it sounds like right there was this like sort of like massive riff because it came out that you were you were not a cis guy, right? Right. Um so that seems to indicate like a kind of um so know, there is interesting about like what is valued in that sort of
1: what was actually yeah, it being was,
0: valued in that sp- in those spaces. It was Sorry. definitely
1: which is weird, you know, as I said, I was like six fifteen like fifteen through I would say about seventeen and when I was heavily involved in this. So a minor. A minor, a child. Um, there is definitely a very sexual undertone to it. I never and actually what ended up happening is because I would never post nudes is when People started getting suspicious of me, um, and so that's eventually I had to be like, "Yo, I'm not posting news one because I'm a minor." And then they're like, "Okay, I don't." Um, they're like, "There was so the issue wasn't that I was a minor first off on these very NSFW people." Because back then right. there wasn't as much separation of adult spaces and minor spaces as there are now. You didn't have the pure the Puritan push that you have now. Um, which is- it's wild to, you know, i have, have gone through that, like- I was constantly getting banned on Neopets forums for trying to do gay RP. Gay, like- RP, not just like not Neopets, but like specifically like (laughs) shipping. Um, and so like you can't do that. Not like sexual.
0: Well, not like was it like was it like sexual or was it just like
1: that went to the DMs. (laughs) Okay, you're you're talking to somebody who uh almost got kicked out. Of middle school for having a bunch of yaoi Dojin on their person. um so instead, they put me in gifted and talented, which is Very nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like so for me, as someone who's like been involved in all these NFW spaces, probably when I shouldn't have been, you know, as a minor, the puritan push is just like wild to me. Um, and but yeah, like on Neopets, you used to get banned even if you mentioned like even if it wasn't NSFW, if it was just like gay at all, like just banned. Okay. So I had so many banned Neopets accounts, which is why, like, I saw this year and I was like, yeah, like 15 <laughs> years ago, like that was like a bannable offense. <laughs> <event." laughs>
0: the true the true mark of pro- the true mark of progress. Um, yeah. How, ga- how gay can you be on NeoPets?
1: NeoPets. <laughs> but that's what I mean like I've been through all this stuff where just watching all this progression not just like trans evolution through, you know, the internet, but like queer, you know, just in general evolution through the internet and what's become acceptable or at least marketable, um, compared to, you know, what it was when the internet was arguably in its infancy. Um, And so it's just, it's been kind of interesting. Um, I don't even remember where I started with this. Oh yeah, the whole reason I came out, I was uh, marked out for what happened. So going back to where I started, sorry I ramble. Um, (laughs) when I wouldn't post nudes, they're like, okay, so you're a girl. And I was like, no, because I've never, you know, I, as I said, you know, I told my parents I was a boy at eight, never. I was like, no, but then they're like, well, you're not, you don't have basically, you don't have a dick. I was like, well, no. So they're like, okay, well, you're a girl then. Um, and so... What ended up happening. Is I got banned. And. So. I got banned. And I would say. The board was pretty split 50-50. In regards to my ban. There was a. Few people arguing. Well. In technicality. The whole point of a trap is to make people think they're something they're not using just you know the terms of the time and stuff like that so l at that you know arguably did just that everybody here thought l was a cis dude they're not like they technically shouldn't be banned they didn't break any rules so that's when they created a whole thing specifically as a reverse trap, which is the exact opposite of a cis guy tricking people into thinking they're a woman, which is, it ends up being, you know, quote-unquote, a cis woman tricking people into thinking they're a cis man. Um, So, there's this whole baby undercurrent with now I've... Cr- created this whole just kind of bl- burgeoning trans uh you know trans mask genre within a genre so it you know um but then at that point it kind of became I posted it for a little bit, you know, under that, but it wasn't it never felt right to me because I've never viewed myself as a woman. I was like I'm not a woman pretending to be a man. Um so I just kinda, you know, fell out with it probably after It became six less fun. Yeah, it became less of a of a I don't yeah. identify with this as much as I do basically it was more of the identify as an effeminate man, not a masculine woman kind of thing. Right. Um, so yeah, gender's fucking weird, ain't it? <laughs> No, it is. So, how did you, like, what was
0: the... When do you, like, when do you, like, sort of, like, encounter, like, the idea of, like, being trans? And, like, when does that sort of start to become something that you, like, realize, like, oh, this is what is going on? Or this is, like, a way of talking about what's going on?
1: So, I think the first actual trans thing I
2: ever got my hands on his name was Max Wolf and he wrote a book
1: called the testosterone files which is you know his experience of coming out as trans starting testosterone um getting top and bottom surgery and all of that and at that point I was like oh okay this makes sense to me. Um but the exact moment I think came because I had there was that book that I was like, oh, here's like another person, a real person outside of the internet
2: bubble that I am in. And I was part of a form, I think. Don't know if it was for visual K or if it was for
1: specifically effeminate men, both cis and, you know, AFAB, that I started to encounter, like, other people who thought and felt like I did. And that's really when it was like, oh, it's not just, like, a weird me thing, this is, like, a thing thing. Um... And so it kind of evolved from there where it was like I think it was maybe somebody on the Gaia forums had been like mentioned something about being a trans man or because trans masculine wasn't really a word non-binary wasn't really a thing um even though I've always identified more with being non-binary than I have like as a trans man um and so i think encountering just other people who were like me and then i seeing other people use this word like transsexual at the time because transgender was still like a it was coming you know but it wasn't like the main word people use like they do now um which is like one of the other things i've seen as you know watching the internet and just watching language change going from transsexual to transgender non-binary and transmasculine becoming you know words that people use um because for a while even before non-binary was a thing like genderqueer was Mm -hmm. the word um and for some reason that never clicked with me um I always used the term gender fucked um even before gender queer became a thing um just gender fucked because with the trap boards and all that my gender was always closely tied probably because of that to um almost like a a sexual element in a way where um just being perceived as this weird middle ground was
2: always where I felt the most comfortable. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. That's a, and And that, and that felt sexual for you?
1: Um. I was... think. I think it was less that it felt sexual, and more that, as someone who explored my gender through, you know, trap chan, as I said, was like a largely NSFW thing. Um. And through role play and things like that where it just always was this there's this always sexual but, element to it because that was the space that allowed me to explore it
0: sex was like the kind of activity that everyone was getting together for and mm-hmm. they they brought with them to that weird sort of gendery stuff that you were kind of
1: yeah, and it was mostly. Failing your way through. Yeah, and it was mostly like an online thing, like through role right. play, like online, chat boards, forums, um, instant messengers back then. Um, you know the good old days of AOL and MSN and Yahoo. You know, instant right. messenger, <laughs> not just Discord. Like as this wasn't a thing. Um. No, you had like one chat service and if your friend used another, you had like seven instant messengers across the board. Um mm-hmm. which is why forms were such a big thing, because everybody had access to the form. Not
2: everybody had an AOL AIM account and all that. Right. Okay. So and I guess No, good go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, I guess that's kind of where, partially where some of the the furry stuff comes in, too. Yeah. Um, because there was Furcadia, which is still around incredibly, which was like a visual ICQ kind of thing. Um, which is a, a, just a type of chat client with, like, uh, chat rooms and such. Um, and so through that, I was also able to explore gender in a way that my persona, the one I've had longest, um, has gone through several gender changes, at least in terms of sex-based gender characteristics. Um, but it's kind of funny, always looking back, my characters were, ne- were either male, cis male, um, Or they were, to use inappropriate words of the time, dating myself here, hermaphrodites. So my characters always had a dick. Always had a dick. Um, Like, so it's kind of like, looking back, it's like, yeah, huh. Kind of wonder why it took me so long to kind of figure this out myself. Even though, because I would go back and forth like, oh, maybe it's just a weird me thing or maybe it's a fetish thing or maybe it's this or maybe it's that um never like completely shedding some of the the more female or feminine characteristics of like the ways i presented myself online um so yeah it's it's just been like a very the internet has been a very interesting in place to just kind of throw all this and see what sticks yeah you said that you
0: became so you you well there's a couple different things i remember one you mentioning that you became that you sort of started getting into furry furry fandom and stuff like that when you were 12 i think Mm -hmm. and then i guess i'm also curious about you you never you sort of didn't really resolve like what your feelings were um for a long time and kind of bounce them around. How were you like, I guess, maybe throughout all this, how were you like presenting at school? How were like, I don't know, like what was what was going on like IRL?
1: IRL well, is, is <laughs> I have a friend um, from high school who very funnily enough said to me, I think junior or senior year of high school, you were never, you never came out of the closet. You were always in the next room um so when it comes to like in real life in middle school i went through a oh i'm just a butch lesbian phase no absolutely absolutely not um (laughs) and it was just kind of like i tried on so many like identities like even just like among my friend groups um in real life and it was like close friend groups I would, as I said, I would always, not always, but a lot of time, bind my chest with ACE bandages, um, which, once again, do not recommend. I actually have my ribs are misshapen. My sternum isn't flat. Um, it's kind of raised on one side um, from binding as a teenager with ACE bandages. I learned this uh, after getting top surgery. My top surgeon was like, do you know, like, your shit's fucked? <laughs> In no <laughs> uncertain terms. <laughs> I was like, oh,
2: well, yeah, that's that's probably why. Um. And so, I guess... After... So, basically, I almost got kicked out of
1: middle school for having a bunch of gay porn on me. My parents took away my computer for a couple months... I tried to commit suicide because I had lost my entire connection to any any support group because of that. Um parents gave me back the computer. They kind of gave up being more like trying to control me in a way. Like just they just gave me free reign, which has its benefits, but also I was, you know, on trap chan at fifteen and sixteen. So um <laughs> So I started dressing more like stereotypical Hot Topic goth kid. um, Which like big trip pants, things like that, were definitely more like an androgynous. Because there wasn't like boys trip pants or girls trip pants. There was trip pants. Um, So for a time I definitely dressed more masculine. And then I would get in my head... Be like, oh, I'm just faking this. This isn't. um, And then try to dress more feminine. Get really upset. Feel weird trying to present as, like, basically a cis, cis girl. Go back to presenting more androgynous or more masculine. And then get in my head. And so I would flip-flop back and forth. um, And I think part of that is I also have borderline personality disorder. Which didn't get diagnosed until I was 18, 19. So you have a very mentally ill trans kid with no adult supervision on the internet free reign. Um, so my closest friends in high school kind of watched me waffle back and forth. But were always very supportive. Um, I would try out different names with them. Um, like, Elchan was always the short version of Lucian. I've been using this name since I was 15. Um, so I guess that's when it became more solidified as a thing for me, was when I had that, like, when I basically had other people seeing me as a guy, um, at least an effeminate guy, you know, I was like, oh, this, this is it when I finally was being recognized by other people than just myself, which my gender always has a external component in regards to that, where if other people aren't seeing me the way I'm feeling, um, it gets kind of, is when I experienced most most of my dysphoria.
2: Um, And then, 16 to 19
1: well more like 17 to 19 um i was with my partner who would become my ex-husband um i did the extremely white trash south jersey thing of getting turning 18 getting married and then graduating high school in that order um and he was a military guy Um, so I tried to do the, like, feminine military wife thing for, like, two years, and that's when it finally was, like, yeah, no, this, this isn't working, and that's when I kind of, like, doubled down on, like, all the Reddit trans stuff and got, like, really hit, like, deep, deep into all the trans stuff, because I was just, like, you know what, this, I've been waffling on this since... I was eight years old. It's not going away. It's never going away. It's not me being mentally ill. It's not the internet. It's not other
2: people. It's me, and, like, I need to address this. So, what, um... How how are you sort of, how, how are you thinking about
0: this stuff during the time that you were married, that you were sort of in this, that, that you were trying to be like the sort of military wife? Did your, did your ex-husband like know about this stuff or?
1: So, <laughs> yes. Um, so we got together when I was, ooh, I want to say 15. Fifteen, sixteen. And, um. So, at the time, I was packing with a sock. I was binding my chest. I was going by Lucian. Like, he would call me L. Like, it was a known thing. Like, I think the first time we messed around, he was like, what is this? And it was, like, the sock that I was using, you know, to pack with. Um. So, it's not like that was, like, not known. But then I kind of... No, he was by. I'm going to put "by" in, in quotes. Um, for now. But, uh... <laughs> like, I kind of... I think I put it away for, like, me and, and him. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's... You know, I guess it was, let's give this a try or something. Or, I can't exactly pinpoint the exact, like, why not try this type thing. I think it was, like, a final last ditch of just trying to be, like a normal person in a way like i've always been a fucking weirdo like always been a fucking weirdo but it was let's be just a weird weird chick kind of thing let's be the basically the manic pixie dream girl type thing um and yeah it didn't work and so i came out to him I was like, I'm gonna transition. I'm gonna. I had a uh, another. T- I had a trans man friend um, where I lived in Kansas, um, cause I moved to Kansas cause he was stationed out in Kansas, and um, so I had a trans man friend. He was getting hormones through um, one of the counselors that was on the campus, cause it was next to a um, college campus. So I was like, I'm going to do this. Um, I can't remember what finally was the push where, like, I'm going to do this. Um, which I wish I I could, but there's, there's no, like, definitive, like, oh, this was, like, Eureka, we're finally doing this moment for me. Um, and so we got into a big fight. About it. Because I remember this. Because it hurt so much. Him telling me. Yeah he's bi. But I'm not the kind of man he's into. Note he's 6 foot 3. 300 pounds. And he's like yeah the type of guy I'm into. Is bigger than me. I'm 5 foot 1 100 pounds. I am. Bigger than nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very small. And I just remember that. Like hurting like so much. Because I was like you you've known, like, this was a thing about me when we got together, it wasn't an issue then, like, now it's an issue, now that I'm trying to transition, finally. And I find out, years down the road, that he's now dating a trans guy. Ooh. Mm. Which, like, okay. Alright. Interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I mean, at the time, looking back at it, I mean, the marriage was on its way out. Um, and so I ended up cheating on my husband with somebody who was supportive, supportive of supportive of me and my transition and things like that. Um, I was only married for,
2: I think our divorce paperwork got finalized. The like a the day after we had been legally married
1: for 2 years. Okay. Um, so like it wasn't a long lasting marriage. Um the relationship was a good 4 years or so. Um but I mean most marriages where you get married right out of high school don't usually work out some people get lucky not usually though
2: yeah no i mean yeah that 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 makes a lot of sense <laughs> it sounds extremely yeah yeah that was a yeah long time ago <laughs> yeah okay but no i mean that sounds really yeah <laughs> and yeah. then... So, so this is when you sort of... I don't know, Yes, yeah, so, so you
0: you get divorced, you start your transition in earnest. What's been going on since then? Um. Maybe in earnest is a weird word to use there, but...
1: Yeah. I mean... So let's see, I started, so 11 years ago is when got my divorce, I started transitioning, I moved out of Kansas, so I'm from New Jersey, so I moved to Kansas, and then I moved to Massachusetts, because my partner at the time, um, obviously my ex-husband didn't want me to live with him anymore, understandable, Um, and so my partner at the time, had a friend who was looking for a roommate in Massachusetts. So I moved from Kansas to Massachusetts for a year. And then I moved what, back down to Jersey. Was your partner
0: at the time in Kansas or Massachusetts or elsewhere? New
2: Jersey. Well, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that
1: relationship dragged on for a good long while it i should have ended it way sooner than i did um it was a weird poly thing um where i started dating my now wife about 2 years into that relationship with my ex partner and it was a weird thing where he was like yes we can be poly i was and then ended up he was like okay it's either me or her and i was like whoa 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 that's not like what we agreed upon like at this point like four years ago like this this wasn't a thing um and at the time he had basically replaced me with another trans guy um we very much believe that my ex is a
2: chaser um so uh but yeah moved to jersey worked retail forever now I, uh, work at a reproductive health clinic,
1: but just, like, with my, in regards to gender, it's been more, I was on hormones from time I was 20 to about 24 or so, and then I was balding, like, really balding, and I have a lot of weirdness with my hair, Um, so I stopped testosterone for a good five years or 20 to 20, five, six years. Yeah. Um, and then I started back on hormones again in
2: last year. Okay. Um, Because it got to a point where it was, I
1: was, I don't know. As I said, I have a weird thing where it's just... I like the middle ground a lot. Um, And so I was balding really bad. I had a lot of, like... I guess not even dysphoria. Just, like, typical guy upsetness over being 25 and balding. Um, I never detransitioned, but I stopped testosterone. and. That's around the time when non-binary was becoming more of, like, a known word. I stopped using he-him pronouns and started using they-them, because that was another thing that, like... And honestly, I would have probably always used they-them pronouns if that was more of a thing. Back when I started transitioning, like, even in the early... Mid two thousands when I was doing the trap chan stuff and the just the the real like gender fuckery of it all stuff like they them wasn't like it was she her he him or you had the weird like specifically furry shit of shy and here which is s h i or h i r and like though that was it no one used like they them well there um,
0: was also like the h i r there was like z z z her right that was like a sort of like gender queer thing yeah that didn't but but i mean like it seems like this sort of stuff was like kind of so fragmented that there's like a lot of things that just never came across like
1: someone's yeah that you just like would
0: never encounter
1: exactly and so when it was not just like fragmented but it was also like People weren't, like, as open with it. They weren't as, like, fast and loose with it like they are now on the internet. Um, where you have people just, like, openly discussing the stuff. It was definitely a much more, like, hush-hush kind of thing. Where it was like, ooh, no. um, Or it was, like, the weird sexual shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't just, like, a thing. It wasn't just, like, a, a normal thing that people talked about or encountered or, you know, except for, at least in my experience, like, niche internet shit. Um, and so I always probably would have used they, them if that was, like, a thing I had known about. Um, Probably always would have identified more as, like, non-binary if that was more of a, a thing I had known about, you know, or was, like, not even, like, known about. Like, obviously, like, middle-ground gender has always been pretty prevalent in my life, but it just never had the the language that really, like, concisely summarized it that we have now. Um, And so, yeah, around the time I stopped testosterone, I started using they-them. Um, still even starting testosterone, I kept you know, I still use they, them, everything I have is you know, with that. Um, I got top surgery back in 2020. Um, so I had you know been on off hormones for quite a bit. Um, before I even got top surgery, and then I started hormones after top surgery just because I was. I wanted to try low dosing which in my just being such a small person and just the way my body seems to function naturally on testosterone just isn't a thing um it's it's just my body kind of takes to it which is kind of funny to me Of like a, oh yeah that makes sense um because most people start on like one milliliter testosterone that's just the the normal thing so back when I started hormones when I was 20, um, they did that in my first blood work. Like, it came back, like, astronomically high. They're like, holy shit, like, no. They half my dose, still astronomically high. Um, so I've always been, like, on what would a lot of people would consider, like, a low dose. And it's just, like,
2: normal cis male hormone levels for me. Okay. And that, does that, does that feel good,
1: or? Yeah, now that I have top surgery and, like, things like that, it definitely feels more, now that I'm on, like, finished ride to help with, like, I still have some, like, thinning of my hair, but it's not just, like, falling out in clumps. Like, I had, like, I had, like, Elon Musk before his fucking hair plugs level, like, balding at, like, 24 my goodness. Which was like, no, just not, I have, like, I'm somebody who, like, if my hair is cut too short, I don't like it. Like, I have weird, weird, weird gender issue things tied specifically to my hair that I don't understand. Like, no, that's so interesting. I, I
0: might, I might still do it. I had an idea to do an entire episode just about hair and, like, talk to a bunch of different people.
2: Um,
1: yeah, like I don't know what. Like I feel like most trans people, they have that one weird thing that they're like, no. And for me, it's it's my hair. Like
2: no, I can't I mean, have
1: it like buzzed. I don't like it. I also have a weird lumpy head. Like to be fair, my my head is weird and lumpy and covered in moles and just like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean I remember previous uh, a previous guest um, frame. She st- she said that she would sort of, like, date the start of her transition to the first time that she dyed her hair, or, like... Yeah, it's a... I don't know. It's a, it's a big thing. It's very, like, culturally significant.
1: Yeah, and I think also, too, like, when it comes to hair, it's probably one of the more easier things to do when you're testing out gender stuff. Mm -hmm. like you can grow your hair out you can cut your hair you can dye your hair it's like and for the most part your hair will either if you cut it grow back if you dye it you can you know undye it that'll be fixed if you grow it out you can cut it like it's one of the the more probably like water
2: tester things that people can do yeah yeah i think i think so it's yeah. Okay. Are you and you mentioned earlier packing and um right,
0: the fact that your fursonas frequently had penises. Are you like mm-hmm. thinking about
1: fallow at some point or is that? No, not really. Um I mean I, I still pack and things like that. And it's funny enough, my uh my fursonas for the most part all no longer have like if I want them to have a dick, because, you know, it's not real, I I can, you know, they can have a dick in art. But for the most part, I have most of them have like trans masculine parts. Um, like,
0: yeah, like like sort of
1: like the T-dick and stuff like that. Yeah. And like top surgery scars and stuff like that, Um, which is kind of like the exact almost opposite of where they all originally started, which is just so funny to me. Um, but no, I've never, fallow has never been, like, a thought for me, um, because personally, it's just, like, the functionality and the way it looks just isn't for me. Um, also, I am so small that they would have to take very large chunks off of my body, um, like, forearm, thigh, anything like that. And I've also, I'm covered in tattoos, so I would have a a tattooed dick at that point. Which, cool, but also, you know, when you take skin off and reform it with tattoos, it doesn't always, you know, look the greatest.
0: I had this idea that, I mean, I didn't go through with it, um, obviously, but I had this idea about tattooing my dick before bottom surgery, so then I would have... A tattoo inside of me that no one would ever see again. Um, I I didn't I didn't really I didn't do it because I couldn't think of anything that I thought would be sufficiently like interesting or funny to to do that with. But um,
2: <laughs> that that did come across my mind a few times. Um, yeah, I mean, but
1: um. I guess that's the that's a fun little idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just. No, it's just like. <laughs> Want to know something cool? I have a tattoo inside my vagina.
0: Right. Well, I've got like a tattoo inside my lip. I have a lip tattoo that. Mm-hmm. I always forget about, and then I remember it just randomly, and I get a. I, if I'm talking to someone, I'll usually just be like, "You know what? I just remembered," and then I just like pull my lip down and. What do you have? Um, The word angel. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I don't know, I was just like in a portion of my life where I was really into calling myself an angel um, in the sense of being like, I am like so sweet. I'm like the sweetest person in the world. I'm like an
1: angel. Um, That's better than somebody I knew who got papsed like the fucking beer tattooed on the inside of their lip it's really funny oh my
0: god i I was hoping i've had this lip tattoo for like five or six years now i was expecting it to fade but it really hasn't which is surprising and um i don't know kind of annoying i um i thought that it uh i thought that it would fade and i was planning on getting um hot mess like a cobra starship album cover um tattooed on my lip but um obviously I don't know, maybe it'll still fade, but you gotta uh, you gotta wait. You gotta yeah. wait. <laughs> it's
1: no, gonna take I, a while. I mean, I have a gauge septum and snake bites that I've had. God, I've had my snake bites for as long as I've been transitioning. Yeah. Yeah. That was those were one of the, the things I got like when I first started was like snake my snake bites. Um Damn. And then I have yeah my septum I got a couple years later. Yeah, how do how do you
0: I I that's yeah I've got a stretched septum too, um, that I mostly wear a retainer in now because it's stretched so big that if I want to actually wear jewelry that like fills it, it's like really heavy and annoying.
1: And what are you at?
0: What am I at?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I always forget. I think it's like a six
1: or a four. Okay, I'm at a ten. So yeah, you got. Yeah. You got several up there. Yeah, yeah, I
0: stretched it up so that I could put um I did like the you ever see like people do like stacked rings where they wear like mm-hmm. a double? I did that and I had like four or five little rings in it for a while and then I got bored of that so I took them out and with like stacking you have to like stretch it up and then you put them in and then it like kind of shrinks up because mm-hmm. like the the stack doesn't fill fill the space perfectly. And then when I took those out, I just, like, kind of, I basically stretched it back up again um, over the course of the pandemic, because I was just kind of bored.
1: Yeah, and I started gauging my ears
2: over the pandemic.
0: <laughs> I was trying to do that, but then one of my ears started getting really irritated with me, so I stopped, and now I just wear, like, regular, like, fish hook earrings when I do.
1: Yeah, I'm only at, like, um, a six. But once again, I'm a very small person, so, like... Yeah, so small
0: um, looks big on you. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, been I've been meaning to. I need to get my nostrils re-pierced because I took them out um, when I got bottom surgery, and then um, left them out for too long, and they are now closed up. Very sad. Yeah, that
1: was like the when I got top surgery, like I took them out. I almost forgot to take them out because this is June 2020 when I had top surgery. So like we are in the pandemic um yeah. so i'm in a mask and i just like totally for like they're so now na- i totally forgot and so they're like oh do you have any piercings like so oh shit let me take these out now and they were the first thing i put back in like as soon as i came out of surgery i was like nope put them back in i'm not not having these clothes
0: i thought uh, about like i need to do this at multiple times in the hospital and then i was like i'm just too fucking
1: in the hospital to
0: to do this yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i mean he I mean, with top surgery, I was kept overnight because they thought I had some abnormal swelling. So they thought I might have a hematoma. No, that's just my fucked up chest shape. Because the left side of my chest is higher than the right side of my chest. Um, And so, but yeah, I'm sure you were in the the hospital for a couple days. Yeah, I was uh, in the
0: hospital Tuesday through Sunday and then i had yeah. to get then i had to go back
2: cuz i did have a hematoma Ew. um and um yeah yeah that
1: sucks i'm sorry yeah with it's okay
0: i'm it all worked out okay
1: i'm like some fucking to t- let's joke here every trans masculine person identifies with werewolves uh me being a furry and uh yeah absolutely And so but when I had top surgery, obviously, they gave me painkillers like hardcore after surgery, like I got fentanyl and all that stuff the day of. But then after that, I didn't take anything stronger than like ibuprofen or Tylenol. And I had my drains out in like four days. So like I was able to like I had my surgery in Massachusetts. So I went home like early and everything. And Mm. it's just like this weird like Wolverine type healing like, (laughs) werewolf-type healing thing for me, where it's, like, I was... So I have some scars on my back from when I had, like, moles hole punched out. Um, I'm literally just covered in moles. And, um... So, then they healed horrifically. Like, they are, like... People ask if I got dabbed. Like, they are just brutal-looking scars. And so when I got top surgery, I was worried that I was just gonna have, like... So, gnarly scars, um, which I basically got, like, an, a different form of DI, so my scars aren't at the bottom where my pec is. I have them on a diagonal, like, through my nipple. And so I was like, I'm going to end up with some gnarly scars, whatever. They'll be cool. How come you can't even fucking see my scars
2: at all? They're, they, like, they faded. Like you can't like they're like barely there. Oh, weird
1: werewolf bullshit.
0: Mm, I I apologize. It sounds like that was <laughs> looking forward to. Should like uh, I don't know like get like the opposite get like medical tattooing but like the opposite way where instead of tattooing to cover up the scars they like
1: tattoo the scar on.
0: Yeah, they tattoo the scar to be more
1: <laughs> prominent. I... So I did. <laughs> I did get so. Three months after top surgery, I misses how how soon can I get a tattoo? And she's like, as long as it's not on the scars or on your nipples, like three months out, you're fine. <laughs> so I did get a big. Uh, I got the cover of Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge tattooed like right on my chest, because I didn't want to obviously before top surgery get any tattoos that could get stretched, anything like that. Right. Um, One of my moles that used to be on, like, the complete underside of my boob is, like, directly under my nipple now.
2: Which is very funny. It's like, oh, I know where that used to be. I know where this skin came from. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Fun times. Bodies are weird. Yeah. Bodies are fucking strange.
0: Oh my goodness. I hope for your to... sake
1: your inner lip tattoo fades so that you can get <laughs> what you truly Another want. One.
0: <laughs> Another one. I don't know. It's kinda fun. It's it's it, it has faded a little bit. It's a, it's at a point now where unless like the lighting's really good.
2: Yeah. How bad People... did that
0: hurt? Oh, honestly, like not that bad. It was like a pretty sharp pain, but it like it you're not like in pain for very long. Like it kinda It kind of stops hurting pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, because I have two finger tattoos. And everyone's like, oh my god, how bad did they hurt? I'm like, it's like you're getting cut with an X-Acto knife for like 10 minutes, but then it's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like
0: if you get like, like, I've got like, some kind of big tattoos on my legs, right? And it's like, those are like, sore for like, days.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, did piercing feel like gendery for you? I don't know. I'm I'm curious about this. I haven't talked about piercing very much on the podcast, which is kind of interesting because it was like a massive interest of mine and and something I've I previously had a lot of piercings. I've taken a lot of them out um, now, just sort of. I mean, getting not... surgery and then being lazy about putting them back in. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: Not really. Um. Yeah. I mean, because
1: I used to, I mean, I still, I want a lot more piercings. Um, I used to have the front of my neck, like right in like the hollow of my neck pierced. Um, but because I had to keep fucking with that for job interviews, it rejected. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad about that. I don't know if I could get it done again. But like, no, not really um no piercings for me have always been a, a more of a style thing
0: that makes sense
1: i didn't really start getting tattoos until after like top surgery though um those feel more more gendery to me than
2: than my piercings do yeah how how so um Just because I
1: think I waited till top, like, they just, as a way of, like, presenting how I see myself and, like, just coming closer to, like, what I ideal, like, expression and all that, the tattoos definitely feel more, more, like, completing the the picture than, than my piercings do.
2: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, we've been going for I think I think about an
0: hour, um, right? Yeah, yeah, like a little bit more than an hour. Um, I don't know if you have any anything that we haven't talked about that you wanted to talk about today, or you were expecting to talk about, or any more stories mm-hmm.
1: you want to share. But, um, no, not really. I kind of just was like, all right, let's. I have this very weird very in-depth just history i guess just overall of just like being trans on the internet (laughs) yeah 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 no i mean it's it's
0: you've had a yeah it sounds like a crazy i mean yeah all these like subreddits that are now like
2: massive yeah so much so much drama oh my god
1: like uh i don't you know if you know i met liv through reddit
0: oh really yeah,
1: yeah oh. so <laughs> 10 years ago uh, when i started trans gamers i was like i'm going to learn league of legends so meeting my wife through league of legends is probably one of the funnier things ever um so i was like i want to learn league of legends like i want to learn how to play this game and so she was like yeah i'll, I'll teach you how to how to play and so, she started teaching me, and then we would spend, like, hours on Skype, and then just kind of, like, went from there where like we would just spent all day talking to each other,
2: and it's like, ah, yes, this is, this is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my microphone
1: is deciding it wants to cut out so I don't know what you said
2: oh I was just saying I I
0: missed most of that I you were spending all day on online with um with Liv
1: yeah we would just like kind of spend all day talking to each other and it's like uh this is how uh this progresses into like an online relationship type thing and I was drunk at a friend's Halloween party and I finally, conf- I was like, I have a crush on you. Like, and she was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I had, I like pursuit. It was, it was a good couple months of me just being like, I like you, Ju. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't understand what you're saying.
2: <laughs> like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Cool. But yeah, I don't have anything specific or. Yeah, OK, well, no, I mean, hey, that's
0: I feel like this is a good episode. Um, thank it's you for good, sharing for sharing your life with us, for, for telling us all about this. Thank you to the audience for listening. And as always. Um, thank you to Lin july for making our intro and outro music. You can listen to more of her music at tinytachyon.bandcamp.com. There'll be a link in the show notes.
1: Um is there anything you want me to link in the show notes for you, Lucian? Just my website and my Twitter account. Yeah, sure. I can do that. I didn't even know you had a website. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. It's literally just my name.com. So.
2: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. You've got all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all my right. Headset has decided that it is enough.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Well, yeah. I, I, I feel like this is uh, good.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm glad. Thank Sorry, you. I'm a little
1: rambly.
0: No, no, it's like that's what, that's what the show is about—is is letting people ramble about the stuff that's happened to them and what's going on in their life, and
2: yeah, well, awesome. Um, until next time, listeners. Thank you. Bye.